If you've been hurt in a car accident or slip and fall, then call the law office of Seltzer Mayberg at 855-5000-LAW or go to onecalllegal.com. Mention 5 Reasons Sports to get a free consultation. With 24-7 availability, they'll make sure you work directly with an attorney to get you the compensation that you deserve. Once again, 855-5000-LAW. That's Seltzer Mayberg. Let me introduce you to another sponsor, bestever.com. That is B-S-T-E-V-R.com. Bestever.com is a fantasy sports simulator that uses real-life data to simulate hypothetical situations. For example, ever wondered if Dan Marino could win a Super Bowl with a top 10 running game? We all have. You can do that with bestever.com. Let's say the Dolphins are in the running for a big free agent. Just add them to the current team and simulate games to see how it can turn out. Just open a free account and start building your own story and have bestever.com spit out game stories just for you. Bestever is not only fun to use, but has many uses beyond just curiosity. Go to bestever.com. That's B-S-T-E-V-R.com. This show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a revolutionary new daily fantasy game whereby you pick two, three, or four players to go over or under their fantasy point projections, and if you're correct, you win. Pick two or more players from the same sport or league or go cross leagues for your parlay. Use the promo code 5, that's F-I-V-E, 5, and receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. But first, sign up at prizepicks.com to start winning today. Hey, Dolphins fans, don't forget you can check out the extension of the 3 Yards Per Carry podcast over on the 5 Reasons YouTube channel, The Extra Yard, hosted by me, Michael Christian, a daily dolphin show where we Kai, talk about Kai, all things. Did, 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 wait, just, wait, 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 hold on. Did he just, did he did just forget not, about us? This is our Kai. show, Juan. Those are the two voices talking. We're Juan Cardona and Kai Chen Chisholm, the two other hosts of the Extra Yard. They are good guys, except for right now. They always cause some trouble. Don't forget, you can check us out on the Five Reasons YouTube channel, talking all things dolphins every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Welcome to Three Yards Per Carry a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon. And we're on a welcome to Three Yards Per Carry. I'm Alfredo Arteaga. There is no Simon Clancy because it's in the middle of the night when we're recording this, and, you know, it's like about almost two in the morning in London when I'm recording this. So it's just me and Chris Kaufman, who's here. Hello, Chris. Hello. <laughs> As always, we were brought to you by Biscayne Bay Brewing. You can find them at biscaynebaybrewing.com. You know, you can get their, their fine beer, their lager, mm-hmm. their, their saison, right? Is that is that pronounced nope, correctly? Not not even close, but saison. Saison? <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll work. We'll go with that. Okay. There's saison. Yeah, you can get it all at Instacart. You have it delivered to you, or you can go to Publix, you can go to Total Wine, you can go to ABC Liquors. They will have it there for you. My favorite if, is the Mar- the Marlins Lager. is very okay. very good. If they were to make ball toner, what do you what beer do you think they would use as a base for their ball toner? Ah, uh, Modelo Negra. I love that smooth beer. So. Isn't there isn't there like a a, a pina colada um, like a like there's a there's a colada something or other that they have on on Biscayne uh, Brewing. I I remember when I was looking at the website. They have the tropical IPA. They have mm-hmm. the tropical IPA. It has beautiful label. I haven't had that one yet. I have to. I do have to have that one. So, so you think that would be the ball toner? Probably. You know, if it's an IPA, you know, and especially, yeah, if you've tasted if you've tasted what they've they've produced, most of their, their beer is really really smooth. It's tasty. Mm-hmm. It's very light, so it's perfect for the climate. So I would say, yeah, perfect. Yeah, the tropical IPA would probably be the ball tone, the ball toner. Yeah. On the flip side, if Manscaped did a beer, hmm. what would they do? Wow. If well, it has to have plenty of foam, right? Because you got to shave, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it, so it had to be very, very hoppy. Mm. You think a hoppy beer? Yeah, it has to be very, very hoppy. You know, and um, like I said, the foam has to have the mm-hmm. the, the, the foam. Mm-hmm. 
And it can't and it cannot have any bite whatsoever. No bite. That's that's a good point. That's a good. You don't <laughs> want you don't want you don't want uh, your manscaped to have a lot of bite. Yeah, there cannot be no no bite whatsoever. No, no, can't afford mistakes. All right, we're less than a week away from free agency, and every year the Dolphins get they seem to get tied to everybody. But we're you know I guess we're gonna devote some time here to two guys that they're being well at least they're in the media. All right, and let's go on the first one. And this one I, I just don't get it. He's an, he's a fine player, but I don't know. It, he doesn't seem to fit the profile for me, and especially what they're what they're planning on paying for him in these reports, these quote unquote reports. But John Clayton reports that the Dolphins are very much interested in James Conner. That's Steeler running back James Conner. I don't get it. Your thoughts, Chris? Man, everybody hates this guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit surprised, um, you know, because I I've been talking to other people and you know looking looking through it. And I'm like, I hear that the Dolphins are interested in maybe maybe paying James Conner a couple million, you know, what are they, three, four million, they said? Yeah, three, four million, which, you know. I don't think that's bad. How's that bad? I don't, I, don't see, I don't see how that's bad. This is this is a powerful a powerful guy. I mean, we our best short yardage offense last year were, were trick plays. They were fake punts. That was literally, like, those were literally our best short yardage uh, downs. Well, was, like Seth like Jordan Howard, who had or, who had twenty eight touchdowns from the one yard line. Yeah, well, and and before he was benched and cut, and you know, and just like summarily dismissed from the team. Um, I, you know, <laughs> we need some options. We need some options there, and I don't, you know, I I look at the guy, and I, you know, he can play, he can play like a fullback. You know, he can run block for you. He's he can catch the ball. He's 25 he years old. Sure. He's 25 years old. He can catch the ball and he can help you in the short yardage situation. And, uh, you know, he used to be a defensive end too. So, uh, so maybe. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. If he, if, if all that he's going to cost is three, $4 million, three or $4 million, how can you say no to this guy? Like, you know, that's yeah. what you want to sign, right? That's what you that's- want. Yeah. That's value. You need you need depth at that running back position because you know just getting just getting Najee. I, I know we want Najee Harris, yeah, or Javante Williams, um, or Travis Etienne maybe. Um, I know we want those guys. We can't just that that can't be it, right? It can't be it. I don't think. No. Do you think it can? No. 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 It's got to be something else too. Yes. This, and, this could be something else. Yes, and if he's the number two. Okay. First of all, you know, you know, not to, you know, and we just did a show earlier this week where, you know, Simon played the bad guy, but I'll play the bad guy right now. I'll throw Miles Gaskin off a cliff if I could have James Conner be my number two running back. You kidding me? Can you imagine if they sign, let's say, Aaron Jones and James Conner's the number two? Like, how exciting is that? Like, what a what a running back group, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, which not, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of interesting, but um, yeah, I mean, it's better short yardage. I mean, you get him, you get him off tackle, especially you know as he goes, I get goes around right end uh, off tackle. I mean, he's he's a load man. He forces he forces missed tackles. And the other one that you know, and I guess we're going to talk about him now is Aaron Jones. If you search, you know, the betting houses, then. They're starting to take bets on who's going to sign where. Mm-hmm. These people either know something or or there's going to be a lot of money lost because Aaron Jones is plus 200 to go to Miami, and nobody's even near him. Green Bay is mm-hmm. plus 600. So, like, I guess Aaron Jones is going to be our running back in, in a few days. So, According I don't know. According to them. According, According to, to them, that. right? Like, this has to have legs, right? Um, no, not necessarily. <laughs> it could be you know, complete it's... bullshit, is what, well, what I'm thinking too. But right? the thing is, I mean, the thing is that, like, you know, this stuff is, this stuff is really, really top secret in a way with Miami that um, I don't necessarily know is true of other teams. 
uh, I think that we've sort of experienced this in the last couple of years for ourselves, that things, when they go airtight in Miami, they go really fucking airtight. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, under this regime. And so, you know, do I think that Vegas has a line into the Dolphins' war room or whatever you want to call it? Uh, to where they know that the Dolphins are after Aaron Jones? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to bet on that. Um, so, so who knows? But, uh, but I, I think I think it's true that Aaron Jones probably wants to be here. But I think it's also probably true that Aaron Jones wants like 15 million dollars a year or something like that. It doesn't mean he's going to get it. Doesn't mean he's going to get Miami. He was not franchised. He was not tagged right. by the the Packers. Are they tipping their hand, or do they think that they're going to compete for him? Do you think in the open market? Because that's an, that's a it really make a lot of sense, question. right? Like if they wanted him, he would be tagged already, wouldn't he? Yeah, I, that's a really interesting question, particularly because I think the tag would have only cost what would it have cost? 8. Like eight point seven million? Yes, Man, that's not much. for a guy that they're talking about is is going to get a contract for fifteen million a year. Um, or at least some people are saying are saying, you know, that price. That would be sort of a no brainer. Um, the fact they didn't, weird. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Yeah, and I promise I'm going to get off of the running backs. But you know, I guess we got to run them all down. Everybody who's been tied to the Dolphins, we're going to run them down on this show. Okay, sure. It's it's been so many of them. Of course, the Dolphins don't have the money to sign all these guys. I take them all. Like these are all pretty good players. But Although to be them. fair, we have more money because of the Kyle Van Noy thing. That's which true. We didn't, which we didn't really expect. Yeah, and it's now official. By the way, they tried yeah. to trade him; they couldn't do it. Yeah. All right, two more, two more running backs, and let's just take them together. Both are really, really good players. Both are being tied to the Dolphins. Both beat writers locally have said the Dolphins have some interest, which that brings now the the, the number to what is it? four or five different running backs that the Dolphins have interest in. But those two players are two really Don't good say ones. Blosh. Don't say Caelan Blosh. No, not Caelan Blosh. Say... Okay. Chris Carson, James White. Like, this is exciting stuff. If they could build a running back room with any combination of any of these guys. But your thoughts on those two guys? I, I'm not sure that I'm really all excited by it. Well, Chris Carson's <laughs> a hell of a player, Chris. He's a good player. He's never healthy, and he fumbles a lot. <laughs> he fumbled a lot last year, not not in 2020. In 2020, he had one fumble. The right. year before, well, he had seven fumbles when he had a really, really good season, by the way. No, I, I've seen him play, and he is he is a good-looking player. Um, you know, a guy with his playing style. See, here's the thing. A guy with his playing style, I'm already like a little bit, man, how, how long is this dude going to stay healthy? Yeah, you know he reminds yeah. me of? Uh, I'm much older than you, Chris, but do you remember James Brooks, the running back for the, the Cincinnati Bengals? Uh, I remember him on Tecmo Super Bowl. On the 90s. That guy was about, what, 5'9 and about 200 pounds clean, and he used to mm. run like if he was 280 pounds. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, a, a more recent example, I, I think, is, is to me there's a little bit of Marion Barber there. Yeah, 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 um, absolutely. And so – so, so I, oh, I don't just personally, whenever I watch him, I'm like, man, is he going to stay, is he going to stay healthy? And the answer has been, he has no. <laughs> so, so, you know, who knows? Um, but he is only 27 years old and, you know, who, who knows? Hey, once upon a time, Frank Gore was like a bad injury case coming out of college, right? Um, oh, he was a mess. Uh, he was a coming mess. out of college, uh, coming out of college, I believe it was two ACLs and an ankle. And yeah, it was, he was a mess. Yeah, and when he was at university, when he was at the University of Miami, when they recruited him, everybody said the same thing. No, no, forget about Willis McGahee and and um, uh, Clinton Portis and what was it, uh, Najee Davenport. Forget about all those three guys. The mm-hmm. guy you got to look at is Frank Gore. Frank Gore could never supplant those guys because he was always injured yep. at University of Miami. Yep, then I remember, lo and behold, I he lasts longer than all of them in the NFL. And he's, and he's been like the most durable running back in ever (laughs) something like that too i mean he's just i mean it's not just that he lasted a long time it's that he's been incredibly durable 
Yeah, he's um, so durable that if the Dolphins brought him in for the running back group this year, we would say, yeah, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he's the one guy you could count on to be there for 16 games. Absolutely. Still. Still. Uh, James White, interesting. You know, obviously good pass catcher. Got the experience with New, New England. Um, you know, I wouldn't – he's a good pass catcher, but also also he knows what he's about in the, um, the end zone. And I think that's their – you know, they have a lot of focus on that. They have a lot of focus on the tight red area and, you know, coming up with plays to, to get in there. And I think that they know that James White can be um, a matchup problem in that area. So, you know, that could be interesting. Again, this is, this is all James Connor, Chris Carson, James White, any of those guys that you're talking about, this is probably your number two to a, to the acquisition of a, of a Najee Dar- Davenport, or sorry, did I say Najee Davenport? Christ. Yeah, but, um, not, by the way, do you know? Do you know why? Do you know? Yes, Nine- I know all about Dookie Davenport. Right? <laughs> yeah, but do you um, remember what his nickname was? Yeah, I just said I know all about Dookie Davenport. <laughs> well, his nickname was the Dump Truck. Oh, isn't it? Well, uh, okay, the Dump Truck or Dookie, which, whichever. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, Najee Harris. Javante he had Williams, the weirdest because it sounds like an inside joke. So let me just, you know, let me get it out in the open. We do have a lot of listeners who are very, very young. Najee Davenport was a really good player for the University of Miami, kind of a fullback type, but he also carried the ball a lot. And then he went to the Pittsburgh Steelers. He had one single off field incident. Okay. And it was simply this. He defecated in a dorm in a, in a closet as a joke. Not not his own closet, exactly. And which yes. was the problem. So they the started name. They started calling him the dump truck. Well, maybe not the main problem. The main problem is probably taking a dump in a closet, but it not being his own closet was it's definitely a also yes. a problem. And, it, and evidently, it's illegal. Like you can't do that. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah, who knew you can't you can't break into somebody's dorm and take a dump in their closet like that. You can't you, know, you can't do anything these days. You know the, these the, PC the poli- police. Yeah, the police frown on that. Yeah, yeah. So you can't. And, do that. Our society has become so PC. You can't even take a dump in somebody else's closet nowadays. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so that was his one strike. I, I remember when he got drafted, and everybody was saying, "Oh, you know, he had some off-field issues," and I kept saying, "No, no, no, say it." Say what his off-field issue is, because he has no off-field issues except one thing. Some, Say it. He had some off-toilet issues. That was the main, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah. Anyway. Well, go ahead. Your thoughts on James? Mar- Marlon Mack, though, is uh, I, I did want to yeah. mention him. He is, he is a, he's a local Miami guy. I remember when he was recruited. Um, and and I think that, uh, you know, I, I, I wonder about him. He's obviously got an injury issue but he's only 25 years old and, and if you think that he's past the injury um i kind of wonder about uh miami keeping him local yeah and let me let me tell you one thing if you look at this running back list it's a who's who like okay i, I know a lot of people uh, a lot of our listeners are, are done with jakeem grant hey cordero patterson is available all right if you want to replace a kickoff returner so, you know, that's one way you could go. Dolphins have been tied to Duke Johnson Jr. for like 5,000 years. He's a free yeah. agent. So if they don't sign him, all of that was bullcrap all, all of these years. Well, you know, he's 28 years old now. And Chris Greer, you know, he's that's that's just a little too old for him, you know. Chris yeah. Greer, Chris Greer uh, gets older and, uh, and they all stay the same age. Yes. Rounding out all the running backs, you know, okay. You know, Rex Burkett, is there a connection there from New England? Possibly. Old favorite of mine, Tevin Coleman. But, I don't know. He's in and out of the lineup. He's really injured as of late. Really productive. Le'Veon Bell, I just don't get it with Le'Veon Bell. It doesn't get me excited. He was a dud in Kansas City, really. You know? The Dolphins were after after him, though. Yeah, so maybe they revisit there. It's a great list. Like you weren't really they after miss. Leonard Fournette? Uh, that was a rumor as well, and was he's good, also was a, be out there. So. I thought it, I thought it was a rumor that had legs, and and he seemed to uh, didn't he do like his real his real damage? Like didn't he in the in the playoffs, the Super Bowl? I mean, yeah, absolutely. He, that's when he he started to really come to life, and uh, and I kind of wonder if like you know. 
he's back, so mm-hmm. to speak. All right, that's enough of the running backs. Let's let's talk about an edge rusher because I think that's something that they could look at. They somehow have to replace some of these snaps from Kyle Banoy. Maybe they go get a specialist. And you've kind of been onto this guy. And in 2017, I loved this guy coming out of Auburn. I thought he was going to be a really good pass rusher. He had that Cameron Wake look, really. Mm Kind of short, squatty, strong. You know, really bendy off the edge. The Bengals drafted him in the fourth round. I was really disappointed. I thought the Dolphins could have taken a, a shot with him. He's been an okay pro. He's been a pretty damn good pro. He's a free agent now. That's Carl Lawson from the Cincinnati Bengals. You're kind of on to him. I, there's no, you know, there's no noise whatsoever that the Dolphins are on to him, but they probably should be. Right, Chris? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should be. Um, he's a guy that can play right end for for the Dolphins. And and be a pass rusher, be a main a main pass rusher. Not even not even necessarily just like um, you know, this isn't a guy that you would just bring on in third downs. I mean, this is this could be a lot more than that. He, the reason he reminds you of, of Cam Wake is is going to be well. First off, he's like one giant muscle because he yeah. he works out so much. Um, but second, because of the explosiveness, the get off. I mean, the 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 and explosiveness. And he also likes to wear uh, unnecessarily wear medium-sized shirts. Yes, um, but I mean the the explosiveness has been measured, and you know by next-gen stats type uh, type people uh, or the measurements. And I mean it, it's definitely that that first step explosiveness off the snap is one of the best in the league. It is what pops when you um, when you put the tape on. I mean some of these free agents you kind of look at and you're you're putting it on and you're like you know. Uh, is this guy really special? I mean, you got to really stare pretty hard at the, um, at the, you know, at the, at the magic eye painting to, uh, to see the sailboat on some of these guys. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Carl Lawson is just one of those couple that you just throw it on and it's like, Whoa, yeah, holy shit. <laughs> um, and, and I think that that's, uh, you know, you look at him, he is productive as from a pass rushing standpoint, he can make plays in both phases. I think he's a, kind of a home run i'm surprised the Bengals didn't really tag him i don't know if they have any intentions of keeping him i don't think he has any intentions of going back there to be honest well, i think the end uh, the defensive end tag isn't that hefty like around 14 or something like that yeah and it's probably pretty hefty so um but they they declared they're not going to use the, the franchise tag and and so they didn't and uh i somebody on twitter is telling me they just bought an apartment in fort lauderdale <laughs> so uh you know hey yeah, I, I love to see something like that, right? Goodness, like, yeah. a good one. He is, he's from that would Georgia. be one of the best. He's 26 or something like that. He's, he's young, he, he is 25 years old. He's 25. I mean, that's that's just it seems like seems like one of those um acquisitions you can make that you know people are calling it underrated, but I could see this being like one of those free agent acquisitions you make that's like you know five years down the road we're like man this guy's this guy's been good for us mm. um that's my opinion yeah this list of 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 guys that are going to make it to free agency is getting heftier and even more attractive by the day there's going to be some really expensive guys but we're going to stick with edge rusher here uh, i have a theory they they were in on Jadavian Clowney, right they were if you look at this list like it, is there enough money to go around for all of these guys? No. And could there be a situation where it's, let's say, June, mm-hmm. and the Dolphins look around and tell Jadavion Clowney, hey, how would you like to play football for 5 to $6 million a year? Easily. And do it for one year. Play on a top five defense, put in some good numbers, and then you get paid next year, maybe here or elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Is that something you can see happening? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've said it. I've said it many times that I think that there's going to be a hundred veterans sitting out there um, that could be starting, not just on a roster, but could be starting. And they're going to be like, you know, I can't get a phone call. What the hell is this? And yes. it's it's because the salary cap is one a one hundred eighty two and a half million. I think is the the final number. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they have not enacted the any of those special 17 game clauses that allow you to like borrow future salary caps and stuff like that. And so that's that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, yeah, you're you're used to the salary cap rising six percent every year, not falling like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's a that's going to have a huge huge effect all over the NFL on um, on budget budgeting. And I think you know just because just because people and teams can use accounting tricks, accounting accruals to to hide money and and do stuff doesn't mean that they're going to be welcoming of doing that. You know, and so and so a lot of teams are still going to be pretty conservative about it. And so you're going to get a lot of guys that you're talking about, like just sitting out here, like, Hey, I can't get a freaking phone call. What's going on. And um, who knows, who knows, you know, Vince Beagle, like he's 28 years old. Who's going to give him a call, a call in the first 48, you know, yeah. in the first, in the first 72 hours of free agency. Um, Miami's Miami could pull a Brock Marion with him, pull him back on like veterans minimum or something like that. You know, you know, that's that's just one example, but I think there's going to be lots. Olivier Vernon, you know, is he going to catch up? Where's he going to go? Uh, yeah, Trey um, Hendrickson. You know, I think, yeah, like uh, well, I think Trey Hendrickson, been... I think is one of those that's going to get. I think he's going to get paid in the first forty-eight. Okay, so he's um, he's going to be one of the guys that yeah, because I think teams are just going to look stare at each other on Wednesday and saying, "All right, you go first. No, no, you go first. Yeah, I'm, well, I don't know. I, I think that I, I think that always you can't you can't take you can't take the headline making out of the NFL mm-hmm. um, when it comes to free agency and and it, you know the tampering period and the the, the glam of the um, the whole free agent market and making the headlines and have, marching a guy out for your fans and you know the whole cycle. Um, I don't think you can take that away even if you even if you take budgets down the way that that's happened. So that's going to happen. Um, first 48 hours, you're going to see flurry of signings and, and Hey, maybe even the story will be budget. What, you know, like, like teams are not having problems with this budget thing. And you know, that's, that's the story. And then, and then you're going to see it <laughs> after that. That's when you're going to see it. Um, and I think Trey Hendrickson is one of those guys that is going to absolutely get snagged in the first 48 hours with a big contract and Carl Lawson probably too. Hmm. Now, if I told you that Desmond King is a free agent and you could put together the super friends here in, in, in Miami, would you do it? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's an interesting uh, point because um, he might be one of those guys. It's like, is he, you know, is he signed right away? What's you know, what's the deal? Yeah, um, remember he and, got himself out of out of San Diego at the time mm-hmm. by asking for too much money and being loud about it. And then San Diego mm-hmm. essentially saying, "You're a slot corner." He's an all pro, by the way. You're a slot corner. We're not going to pay you what you want. He wanted to be one of the highest paid cornerbacks. He goes to Tennessee in a trade, and Tennessee mm-hmm. is now saying, uh, "You're a slot corner." <laughs> They're mm-hmm. doing the same thing with him. So they're kind of yep. telling him, okay, you know, we don't we don't tend to pay guys that play your position. Man, can what a move the Dolphins could get him at a number. Let's say for Bobby McCain's salary, mm-hmm. eight, nine million. What a secondary the Dolphins can have. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see them doing it though. Um, yeah, I don't think it's, I, it's it's too dreamy, right? Well, they got yeah, but the because it, to me it it, it squashes one of the advantages that Miami has, which is that they get, you know, sure they do have the high paid two corners, but they get to march out there in the slot, a guy that has like an exclusive rights free agent contract. And, and, Oh, by the way, he plays pretty well most of the time. Yes. So, so why, why squash that? You know, that's, that's a nice big advantage before, before you have to pay him his and give him the deal that I know that he wants. And he's, that he's probably earned by now. Um, you know they're they're going to take advantage of that, and why why screw that up? You know that's the I someday some at some point they're you're going to be again you're going to be staring at names out there that are like, gosh that guy's still out there. You know <laughs> I'm looking at this play. list. This list is absolutely ridiculous. Okay, 
It's absolutely ridiculous. Deshaun Gibson has made it to free agency. It's mm-hmm. it's a pretty deep list. Now this guy, you know, he's uh, Lamar. Um, Marcus Joyner, he got cut, but he's man, that guy can play. That guy can play football, but he was a disappointment in Las Vegas. But yeah, this list is ridiculous. I don't, I just don't know, you know, where they're gonna go with this as far as some of these players. Patrick Peterson is available, he was the mm-hmm. guy that was tied to Miami, but you know, I think that was just you know, somebody trying to get some clicks, and, right? I don't think that, yeah, and he's going to be. I can't see how Patrick Peterson doesn't get paid. Like somebody has to give him some money, you know. Well, like what about Duran Harmon? He's he's going to be thirty years old, and you know the he's obviously played in this defense before. Is he going to get? Is he? Are, are people going to be? Are teams going to be falling all over themselves to sh- sign Duran Harmon? Or frankly, you know, let's let's go a little bit further with Tavon Wilson. Um, you know, are are they going to be falling all over some themselves to to sign a guy like that, or are you going to be sitting here in June and be like? You know, hey, what you want to you want to come to our training camp? <laughs> yeah. You know, so oddly enough, both both San Francisco corners are free agents, and neither is expected back. In Richard Sherman and Jason Verrett, both guys can play. Like they really don't fit the Dolphins system. I thought Dolphins Richard like, Sherman is just going to be in the media now. <laughs> well, he's on the list for for now. You know, I don't know. Maybe somebody will offer him something. But, if there's uh, if there's one young guy that I think about paying in the se- in the secondary and the safeties, well, in the secondary period, um, it would be John Johnson. I've always been a huge fan of his. I think he is worth it. I think he's only 26 years old. Um, so you know, may, I don't know how the hell maybe, the, the Rams let that guy go. Like like I don't he, I don't think they have much of a choice from from a um, you know standpoint of finances, but. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's he's getting he's getting out of there for all the right reasons, which is that they just have too much money um, they're tied up, and then they just can't can't keep him. Yeah, um, and he's he's a really good player. Yeah, I think we, I think we're both I think we both agree. Like there's not going to be a, a major splash on defense, right? At least we don't foresee it for the Dolphins. Um, you, yeah, I probably not, but you never know. Just because of the Kyle Van Noy thing. Um, you know, getting rid of Kyle Van Noy really opened up a good chunk of change to go make, you know, one big acquisition. And I don't know who that would be or, you know, whatever. Um, so we'll see, uh, if they actually have their, uh, I guess their, their mind on somebody there. Um, then, hmm. and maybe it is Jadavian Clowney. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But yeah. uh, and if it's not Jadavian Clowney, if they want to make a splash on defense, like they could do it every which way. Like you know, and there's one guy I, you, know, you know who I, I love, love that Carl Lawson, Lawson though. So oh, absolutely. Oh, and by the way, and Dominican Sue is a free agent as well. So yeah, <laughs> you imagine circling back, and if people are going to ask, does he fit? Yes, he does. <laughs> a oh. guy like the Dominican Sue fits anywhere. I'd like, yeah, I'd like to see the defense. He doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he fits absolutely anywhere, you know, and, and, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's a bright guy. So I don't know. I think he, I think he would appreciate work, playing for a guy like Brian Flores. He's played kind of on the cheap because he does have a lot of money. I wonder who gave him all that money <laughs> where, where, he, where he's pretty comfortable and just rolling out there and playing some football for fun. His uh, business partner, Stephen Ross. Yes. So I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe not. But you know, well, it doesn't. It doesn't. The the age certainly doesn't fit their um their profile as far as what they you know seem to do. But I think mm-hmm. that the age thing kind of goes out the window when you're when you're getting toward training camp and um and you're like you know Melvin Ingram by the way where the where the hell is he gonna go? Um, <laughs> yes. he's thirty two. You know? Yeah, Bud Dupree. Where the hell's Bud Dupree gonna go? Especially after Pittsburgh just said, "Nah, we're not paying you." And he laid out his number, which is a pretty big one. Yeah, he so, tried to. Yeah, so I don't know. You know, where does he go? All right, let's move off the defense because I don't think that we see like a huge splash. Now watch them go sign like Shaquille Barrett or something. Uh, All right, Wednesday. but well, I that's don't know. that. That's a possibility. Yeah, when you get rid of Kyle Van Noy's big number. Now, now a big number opens up. 
Yeah, although I, th- I, I think we kind of we kind of agree with each other that maybe they're used, they they got rid of Calvin Oy to move that money to the offense. And on Could Wednesday, be. not that they're going to play a game on Thursday, but if they had to play a game on Thursday, there's nobody to snap the ball to. Well, Michael, you know, you can have Dieter there snapping it to to a tongue mm-hmm. of Iowa. I don't think that gets us excited, right? Mm-hmm. But what would get us excited is well, obviously we got to replace Ted Karras. Doesn't look like we're going to keep him. Corey Lindsay might be available. Your thoughts yeah, but- on, Cor- on Corey Lindsay? Because you said that you would kind of be in on him, but I forgot how it went. Uh, you told me Carl Lawson or Corey Lindsay. I said Corey Lindsay because I wanted to help Tua. You said Carl Lawson probably has the bigger impact. I don't want to put words in your mouth. What did you say? Well, um, if I had to choose between the two, it's just that I'm going to have to go with the younger player, especially in a, uh, a year where we've got where we've got some pretty good centers that could come out. And the Dolphins in the, in the draft, the Dolphins could get Creed Humphrey or um, or Quinn Miners or uh, Drew Dalman or um, you know a lot of people like Landon Dickerson uh, and and they'd be you know they'd be fine <laughs> at that mm-hmm. center position. I think they'd be taken care of. Um, but so you have to think about that. And and then you you look at the free agency and it's like, well, Corey Lindsley is asking for what exactly as a thirty year old free agent? Um, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So um, so that's what uh, that's what you have to consider when it with respect to he versus like Carl Lawson who's 25, who you could look at almost as like a draft acquisition, you know, like a like a high draft acquisition. Um, he's the best center in the NFL. Corey Lindsley is. And he's the best center in the NFL because of his movement skills and, and what he can do. The, the, the plays you can call with Corey Lindsley at center are different from the plays that you can call with Ted Karras at center. Um, or, or Rodney you know, Hudson, which... Or, yeah, or insert, oddly insert enough, center here. Yeah, oddly enough, whenever I talk centers on the 3 YPC account, Rodney Hudson has the strongest fan base on Twitter. <laughs> Well, he's a good center, but um, but yeah, there, there's there's different plays that you're going to be able to call uh, with Corey Lindsley, and I think that it's interest with Tua in particular, um, in particular, a guy like Tua who needs the run. I think he needs a, a good running game. Um, he's he's also shorter. Uh, you're gonna you're moving his target a little bit. Um, I think that that mobility could go a long way. The sorts of plays, the sorts of outside zone type plays that you could call with Corey Lindsley and, and the screen plays and stuff like that. I think that would really benefit to a tongue of Iloa. So I'd be, I'd be pretty interested there, but the, the rumor is that Miami like David Anders. So who knows? Hmm. No, that's interesting. Now, the reason we're not talking about Jason Kelsey is because unfortunately his little mini temper tantrum actually worked. He got nine million guaranteed, and he's getting paid twelve million for the upcoming season. So, although the, the the deal is multiple years, so he actually got everything he asked for. All right, moving I think on. Austin Ryder is a good center, um, and I would sign him. Uh, I just, you know, the Chiefs have to do something at the position, and I, I part of me just thinks, okay, if you're going to do something, why not get Austin Ryder back? Mm. um so you know but i but i'd still keep an eye on him he's always been a good center he's he's pretty mobile mobile guy too all right getting off of the offensive line i I don't think we you know the dolphins are going to get in on trent williams and san francisco could be breaking the bank to pay him but joe tooney the dolphins were rumored to be in on joe tooney and it looks like it's over his career in new england is absolutely over as of right now He'll be on a different team. Why not Miami, Chris? Because of how much it's going to cost. <laughs> That's a very good answer. I think we can move off of that, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I think, again, they've got a bag that they didn't have before because they cut that guy, because they cut Kyle Van Noy. What are they going to do with it? It could be anywhere. It could go anywhere. Yeah, As you said, it could be, it could be because they're restructuring and they want to move, put that money into the offense. So that bag is sitting there, and it's going to be used on something. So every time we see a high-priced free agent and we're like, 
you know, nah, 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 high price, high price. We're, we're not going to get it. Well, yeah, they're probably going to get one now. I, I, I would have said no, but then they cut Kyle Van Noy. So now I think, yeah, they're probably going to get one. And uh, who knows who it is. All right, let's move off of the offensive line. We're winding down here. We're just going to finish up here with wide receiver, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the quarterback situation. But wide receiver, you know, why not make a splash? If you're going to make a splash, now do you agree with this or do you disagree with this? If you're going to make a splash in free agency, I would say spend the money here. Spend the money on a Juju Smith-Schuster. No? Is this where they should make the splash? Yeah, maybe. Um, Juju is a good fit for uh, for a lot of reasons. He's a good slot player. I think he's young. He, he fits the age profile. He's got, um, you know, he'd get on with Tua Tungavailoa. You're pretty pretty certain of that. Um, there's a lot of things to like there. Uh, and I don't really buy the whole thing about, about him, you know, because he talks some trash every now and then or – I don't know what he, whatever he's done. Um, I don't care. He don't dances on video. That and yeah, that, that okay. pisses people off. And, <laughs> and he does take and he does take uh, professional boxer punches to the stomach on video too, which is um, insane. Yeah, I thought I thought he was going to throw up his liver. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, I, for those I who don't know, Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia, who's one of the junior welterweight champions of the world. Uh, was working out with Juju Smith-Schuster and Juju Smith-Schuster. He did wear uh, a flak jacket. He allowed Mm -hmm. Ryan Garcia to hit him with a a hook to the body, and it looked extremely painful. Not not a hook. He he hit him like 20 times. It was a challenge, and it's like like how many of these punches – because he has the jacket, like he's got the the big-ass padding on. It's like how many of these can you take with this big-ass padding? And I think he hit him like 20 times and then he just crumbled on the floor. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not it. a good idea. It's not a good idea for that to happen. But and, you know, he's a good fit for a lot of reasons. Curtis Samuel's probably the best fit um, okay. overall. And then that was the other that was the other guy I was going to ask for because ask about because I believe that's it as far as like big splashes, big money guys. Man, I, I well, Kenny know- Galladay we've talked about before. Yeah, he's, I just he's don't gonna see be it. a big splash. He's going to be a big splash somewhere. Yes. Right. Yeah, and, if the um, Dolphins sign Kenny Galladay, I, I gotta think it, it's it's accompanied by a Devontae Parker trade. Like I would say that. Yeah, you know? now or next year, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere right? But yeah, Curtis Samuel, man, like you know, but I don't understand how Carolina could let him go. You know, they let him. They let him. Make, they let him escape the free agency, and once which is once that happens, yeah. once that happens, you know, I mean, they've got Christian McCaffrey. Right. And um, and I think that I think there's a little bit of center, you know, there's a little bit of overlap, I think, in some of the ways that those two are used. And um, and so maybe they're maybe they're thinking, you know, we got we we need to focus resources into. Into more traditional wide receivers, but Miami is looking for players like Curtis Samuel, they, they mm-hmm. can use in the back in the backfield in the slot um, on those screens on, you know, running plays. And they've been, they've been searching for Curtis uh, Samuel for a couple of years now, ever since Brian Flores got here. Um, And they've had several iterations of Curtis Samuel, but they've never had Curtis Samuel. So yeah. And right now they have Lynn Bowden. So yeah. And that's not working Uh, or at least it wasn't really working because, you know, he's just not that athletic. Um, So you know, I think I think pay attention to that one. He's only 24 years old right yeah, now, which is just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you know, he's he's got four three speed. Um, I forget if he, he might even have, might he might have even cracked into the four twos. I'm not not sure, but um, yeah. I mean, he's he's a he's a he's a weapon, and I think that the Dolphins love what he represents. All right. As far as the rest of the wide receivers, I refer to you to I refer you our listeners to our wide receiver episode. We did 35 minutes on the entire wide receiver class. We gave you like eight and nine names, which really, really do fit. And you mm-hmm. guys know who they are. You can check our three yards per carry 
Twitter account for the list that I've put on there. All right, to close this out, uh, close this out, we're gonna have a couple of things. OTAs, I guess they're gonna happen. They need another quarterback besides Tua Tonga Valoa for OTAs. Now Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's rumored, and I guess I guess you could say it's been reported because it was on NFL Network. He's looking like he might retire. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to sign a guy. Do they get out of this next week? with a quarterback and do they make a splash with a guy because Trubisky is available. Uh, is Trubisky really a splash? <laughs> I think um, that's a splash as a backup. I would yeah, say. I suppose so. That's, let's be fair. I, I don't think they can, I don't think they can afford to get that. Um, and so I don't think it's going to happen. Um, no, I don't know. I, th- I think you're looking at somebody like, you know, you're going to, you're going to see somebody and nobody's going to like it, but it's going to be like Brian Hoyer or something like that. Yeah. You, you're um, on that name and I'm, I'm beginning to agree with you. Like that could be a guy that signs here next week. Right. Cause yeah, I absolutely. think it has to be sooner rather than later. You want a guy for the quarterback room. Mm-hmm. Cause and, you know. and another one to keep an eye on though, is um, the probably is the most well-paid backup or, um, who's the backup up in Detroit? Uh, uh in Detroit, um, Chase Daniel. Yeah, Chase Daniel. Yeah, the short, the short guy. Um, <laughs> you know, that's he's rumored to be available in trade, and wow. that would make a lot of sense for Miami, I think, in a lot of ways. Um, in, you're not going to trade a lot for Chase Daniel, let's be honest. Um, yeah. but you know, they've got. They got extra ammunition. They could always trade something down, get an extra late pick. You know who knows. Yes. Um, but he's he's got a nice friendly contract with only four, you know, four million dollars this year, five million dollars next year. Whereas some of these backup contracts now are going to be in upwards of like the eight range. So that's an interesting one to keep an eye on. Yeah, and you don't see like a splash with like like an Andy Dalton, Tyrod Taylor. Alex Smith, who got cut by Washington. Like, you know, those are big, strong names to add to that run, that quarterback room. Like, that, you don't see that happening, right? No, not really. And I think people like Alex Smith versus, versus um, you know, the guy I already talked about. Um, no, for Brian Hoyer. Uh, so, I think that it's going to be, it would probably be Hoyer before it's some of those guys. Okay. Um, so, not going to be a, you don't think it's going to be a sexy name as a backup? No, I think they want a veteran that has some skins on the wall and that can add something in, you know, from an intellectual standpoint to the room uh, and, and be an influence on Tua uh, and, and how he sees NFL defenses and how he reads them pre-snap and, you know, things like that. So I think they're going to want to go with a guy that is probably, you know, has those things to offer, but fans don't know that he has those things to offer. So it's going to be a guy that the fans hate. All right. On the way out here, give me one name. The next time that you hear from us, dear listener, free agency would have been about six, seven hours old. So who knows? Maybe this guy is already here as a, as a dolphin. And I'm talking like, you know, in the future, like next Wednesday. Give me one name, Chris, who could be here. Oh, one name. Boy, that's that's really tough. That's tough, man. You're putting me on the spot. Let, let, let I got you. one. You, you want do? me to go first? Yes. <laughs> I think the Zyron Jones thing is real. And I think he'll I think sign with the Dolphins okay. next Wednesday. I think it's real. Okay. I've heard way too much noise on the Zyron Jones thing. You know, if not, it, it's it's probably his agent. You know, you know who his agent is. It's Drew, Drew Rosenhaus. You know, he uh-huh. likes to make a lot of noise, especially when it comes to getting a guy to his home base here in Miami. Mm-hmm. But, man, it's a lot of noise. It just, I don't know, makes sense. It's a lot of noise. I say Aaron Jones is a name you could look for next Wednesday. Um, You know, I don't. I haven't got the first clue when it comes to, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go predict a guy that is going to be here. Like, as we said earlier, this is airtight. 
<laughs> anybody yes, who's trying to, you know, anybody who's trying to pretend that, you know, we've got the names and we've got, you know, all the power to you. But I happen to think that it's probably airtight and that we're probably on a snipe hunt. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll throw a name out there and that's Reggie Ragland, um, the linebacker out of Detroit. Hmm. I think that he can be, I think that he can be used in ways in this defense and was used. Well, he could have been used in multiple ways in Detroit's defense, which is similar to Miami's, um, you know, under, um, under what's his name? The, 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 the guy who was fired, uh, who, was the defensive? What's his what's his and what's his name again, Alf? Matt Burke. Matt, what? <laughs> Patrick Graham. No. <laughs> no. Who is that, just the head coach of the Detroit Lions? Dan that Campbell. was. Oh, Matt Patricia. Yes, Matt Patricia. Damn, Jesus Christ! You're worse than I am. Um, you, no. Oh, yeah, Matt Patricia was the head coach there. They had Matt Patricia's defense. And Reggie could have been used in multiple ways, including a way that um, that resembled how Landon Roberts was used in Miami. But then they end up using him in other ways that kind of more resembled Kyle Van Noy. He's the guy that has, I mean, he's a big guy and he's got versatility to him and he's got experience in that defense. And I think that, you know, watch out, you know, you never know. Um, it's not this is not information as i said everything is pretty airtight with these guys but um but i'd keep an eye on them yeah and he kind of would replace alana roberts kind of cleanly right probably i mean yeah. he could he also has a great nickname you know what his nickname yeah. is no what is it the general is it really yes <laughs> nice i like i like it already the general General. That's Reggie Ragland, the general. I'm, I'm, I'm digging it now. Um, I think that he would probably have uh, competition somewhere. And, you know, that could be in the form of um, Micah Parsons, could be in the form of Zayden Collins, could be in the form of uh, Baron Browning, who I think that the Dolphins probably love. But, um, but yeah, General Ragland. <laughs> <laughs> general Ragland, that's his nickname. Yep. Yes. That's Reggie, yeah. Reggie Keith, Reggie Keith Ragland Jr. Nickname General Ragland. <laughs> he's 6'2, 252 pounds. I mean, he's a big, he's a big boy. Yeah, and he fits perfectly. He fits perfectly for what they would need to replace mm-hmm. Atlanta Roberts because they kind of need they need something there too. So mm-hmm. but yeah. All right. That's it for this week. The next time we talk to you, we might have some new Miami Dolphins. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe the kickoff to free agency next Wednesday is a complete dud. But I think that they're probably gearing up for one signing, one that makes a lot of sense. If not, why would they cut Kyle Bainoy? Hmm. We shall see. We talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.